Welcome to the Armageddon in Retrospect podcast. This is just a quick preamble to a brief, goofy, freewheeling conversation I had with a couple of ex-Jehovah's Witness friends over some beers, just about a couple of demon stories, a couple of anecdotes uh, from personal experience that we had. If you were a Jehovah's Witness, you know that as a witness you take the thought and possibility of the demons attacking you very seriously. As an ex-Jehovah's Witness, it gets half sad and half laughable. I just wanted to record this just to kind of establish what we were saying in the episode. It's not that we were just making that up out of thin air. I'm actually just going to read a few excerpts from actual Jehovah's Witness publications word for word. I'm going to start out with the booklet entitled Unseen Spirits on page 26 under the subheading Sexual Immorality. And this is what paragraph 47 actually says. We have already learned that it was sexual attraction that led some of Jehovah's spirit sons to leave his service, with the result that they became rebels. Do we find sexual immorality connected with the worship of unseen spirits today? In some places, it is not unusual to hear of women in bed feeling the presence of an unseen person to the point of their becoming sexually stimulated as though such unseen person were having relations with them. Okay, that explains all of my teenage years. So, moving along. Watchtower, 1983, July 15th edition, page 27. Some physical exercise, certain music, many games, and various movies are entertaining and relaxing. But remember, such things can also be a vehicle for unwholesome influences. Be alert and on guard against these. The great deceiver, Satan, may seem interested in your having a good time. I should actually read that like the church lady. Satan? But in the end, his influence will harm you. Do not let him into your home or into your life. Oppose the devil and he will flee from you. James chapter 4, verse 7. And finally, the knowledge book. Page 108, paragraph 14 says, what is one way that you can resist wicked spirits and protect yourself and your family from their snares? First century Christians in Ephesus who had practiced spiritism before becoming believers took positive steps. We read that quite a number of those who practiced magical arts brought their books together and burned them up before everybody. Even if you have not practiced spiritism, get rid of anything having spiritistic uses or overtones. This includes books, magazines, videos, posters, musical recordings, and objects used for spiritistic purposes. Also included are idols, amulets, and other items worn for protection, and gifts received from practicers of spiritism. To illustrate, a married couple in Thailand had long been harassed by demons. Then they got rid of objects associated with spiritism. What was the result? They were relieved of the demonic attacks and thereafter made real spiritual progress. So that will serve as a basis for the conversation that I was about to have with uh, Brian and Darnell. I hope you enjoy the conversation and have a few laughs. And I will end the episode with a very appropriate song to Jehovah. I'm going to sing a praise to him regarding avoiding the devil and his hordes. So enjoy that. All right. So today's topic demons demonios 
demonios in Spanish. We're going to tell some demon stories. <laughs> so um, in case you don't know, Jehovah's Witnesses are mildly superstitious when it comes to demons, um, any items or people that have what they call spiritistic items or, or things in their possession or watch spiritistic movies. They think that you're opening up your door to your house to let in demons, <laughs> demons and demons are apparently generally just pranksters more or less. But, you know, sometimes they say they do more serious things. Usually there's something floating in the room. Yeah. A chair gets moved when no <gasps> one's there. No. Yes. <laughs> and presence. Yeah. Yeah. Usually they just like rearranging furniture for some reason. They're obsessed with that. So, <laughs> but uh, we have, you know, we're going to tell a couple of stories here. Brian's going to lead us off. He's got, he's got some stuff to share. And then uh, I'll come back in with a little demon story I have from Bethel. All right. Interesting. So um, I was about 10 years old uh, attending the Kingdom Hall. There was this new kid, um, Richie, and he was a study in the hall. And uh, my dad was like, hey, here, here's a kid. You should get to know him. And I'm like, all right. He was around my age. So I get to know him. And this is such a nice kid. And at the end of the meeting, he gives me a gift because he liked me. And the gift was a Yu-Gi-Oh card. Anyone that remembers Yu-Gi-Oh knows those. And there wasn't really anything you could do with one Yu-Gi-Oh card. It was a card game, but I, I still felt special. And I kept that Yu-Gi-Oh card. I don't even remember what it was. But if you looked at it, like I, I knew. I knew this was not something my parents would uh would approve of me having. But I, I, wanted, I was happy I made a friend, so I kept it. And I would play with this Yu-Gi-Oh card by myself, pretending, like, pretending to talk with the, the being and whatever, just for fun, a little kid. And I would hide it under my bed. So one day, my mom decided to clean my room. And uh, <laughs> she's sweeping under the bed when suddenly she pulls out this Yu-Gi-Oh card. Oh, she was looking oh, for no. porn, but she oh, found boy. something worse. <laughs> yeah, so she pulls out this Yu-Gi-Oh card. And she's like, well, we, we were in a Spanish family. Brian, ¿qué es esto? Oh, man, my dad comes running. And the next sentence, I will never forget. My mom suddenly screams out, I've been having demonic nightmares all last week, and I didn't know why. And I and now I find this card, and you let Satan into <laughs> into our house with this card. She oh probably wished that was porn. <laughs> yeah, exactly, oh exactly. So yeah, obviously, I guess demons can also go inside your ears and your brain and affect your dreams, huh? Oh yeah, impressive. Those are some impressive powers, actually. It's interesting how they believe in the power of the demons yeah yeah they're always like you know we you don't want to chalk it up immediately to a demon but it was definitely a demon you know mm -hmm. i had a bunch of minor things i had a my best friend he growing up he had he liked heavy metal music and especially the band slipknot and so he said he was listening to his slipknot cd one day and that the rocking chair in the house started rocking itself, oh and that it was God. it was a, just a demon hanging out rocking. <laughs> so I guess I don't know. He didn't have anything better to do that day. That, that demon, you know, so he was just rocking away in the chair to the music. But I do want to talk a little bit about the um, Bethel demon attacks. That oh, that yes. was a hit me pretty close to home. You know, um, I was at Wallkill Bethel, and I had a roommate, and I worked with my roommate. I worked in the same department. And uh, one day, my roommate got a call at work and had to leave work right away. It was something urgent. He said, I have to go. He left and comes back about two hours later. And, he's, and he, he looked visibly distraught. 
and angry. And he's like, I, I just met with the home overseer and now he wants to talk to you. Because you have somebody that obviously looks over at the residence buildings at Bethel. It's an elder who is there to counsel you or whatever about your room. So he said, you need to go see the home overseer. He said, but you're going to get really pissed off. You're going to get really pissed off. I'm just warning you. Try <laughs> to control yourself. You're going to be angry. So I walked up to the home overseer's office. There was another uh, elder <laughs> there too, which means it's even more serious. Now there's two elders, which means this is an investigation, <laughs> a very scientific one at that. And so uh, they had me sit down and they explained to me that while my housekeeper was cleaning our room, a demon <coughs> grabbed her, <gasps> pushed her down on the floor and held her down and would not let her up. And she couldn't scream or get free for about 20 minutes. How did that happen at Vettel? Vettel? Uh, well, that's another story. <laughs> we'll get into that. And I'll tell, well, actually we found the cause, so I'll, I'll explain that to you. <laughs> Just give me, a few, give me a few minutes for getting there. So yeah, at the house of God, it's actually a house of demons. So, so I got this, you know, and they started asking me questions. What have you been listening to? <gasps> what have you been watching? Do you have any spiritistic practices? Mm -hmm. Have you bought anything at a yard sale? Because demons love yard sales. <laughs> Do you have Yu-Gi-Oh cards? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've heard that yeah. before from witnesses. Yeah, right, right. And so, you know, just this whole interrogation, I'm like, no, no. And I'm like, and frankly, I don't want the bitch in my room if she's got demon problems. Because I was like, <laughs> I, was, uh, I didn't say bitch, obviously, at the time. But you, I was upset. And uh, they just kept interrogating me, asking me questions. And then they said, all right, well, we're going to meet. We have to do follow-up meetings to, to further investigate this. Oh boy. And so th then they called my roommate back up. They brought both of us to the room to basically go through our things. And so. What? <laughs> yeah. And so we, you know, we're telling them, like, we don't have demon problems. <laughs> Nothing's happened in this room. It's not us. It's not us. And we're like, and if she has demon problems. Don't let her in here. Right. <laughs> like, you know, I don't want them messing with me, you know. And so, yeah, so <laughs> we spent another two hours going through everything, more interrogation and nothing. And they said, if it's okay, um, you guys can go back to work and we're just going to hang out in the room here and just check out a few more things. And so we're whatever, it's fine. We left. We were both angry, still very angry. And then we get a call back at work and they say, all right, you need to come back to your room now. And they're both waiting there and they had on the table the cause of the demon attack. They oh found it no. unbeknownst to us. We had a demonic item in our room. Oh. And what it was is my roommate, his, he had a sister who would give him magazines when she was done reading them because you couldn't afford your own subscription mm -hmm. at Bethel. And he would get Entertainment Weekly. Oh oh. And so there was on the table a copy of Entertainment Weekly. And the elder stood it up. And it had Harry Potter. <gasps> oh, no. no. On the front page. No way. And the elder said, can you explain this? And my oh. roommate said, yes. It's Entertainment Weekly. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter is Entertainment. And that magazine's been in the bottom of my magazine rack. I forgot it was there for almost two years. And we've had zero demon attacks in that time. Zero demon attacks. And they said, well, we just want to let you know, brothers, that, you know, this, obviously, Harry Potter is very spiritistic. 
and we oh feel like this God. is this was the cause of the Bethel demon attack. Wow. Yes. Wow. This is You want to talk about awkward seeing her around the hallways. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty awkward. So was that in front of everybody? No, no. <laughs> everybody found out cuz I told them, but <laughs> and we laughed our asses off because even being a believing witness, he, it was kind of hilarious that that was the the big cause of the issue. And it it you know it's so and ridiculous then, to think grown adult yeah yeah <laughs> right take something like that <laughs> right and so I, I actually think she probably had uh, some type of actual physical condition or yeah. psychological condition because then they called us back a couple weeks later i guess they were interrogating her at this point too and said well actually this, this wasn't her first demon attack <laughs> she stayed in a house in another country oh no and apparently there was some type of voodoo that happened in the house. Oh, no. And that's when her demon attack problem started. So it just seemed to follow her around. That She brought them to the U.S. with her? Yeah, in her suitcase. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the carry-on demons. Imagine this. <laughs> they fit in the overhead bin, apparently. <laughs> How did immigration didn't catch that? <laughs> I think you have to declare those, don't you, when you, you cross mm. country lines? Right. Yeah, so that was the Bethel demon attack story. It was uh, wow. pretty good stuff. Pretty good so stuff. I was angry, very angry about it. I was actually on the, at the point of leaving Bethel, and so I I was worried I was going to show up on my like my because they like send out files on you and your letter and everything mm -hmm. that the congregation oh, yeah. are going mm -hmm. to. And I thought there, I was going to have a big demon stamp on my letters, like <laughs> demonized. Demonized. <laughs> this guy's Still demonized. Clear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Check his magazine collection. Jesus. Entertainment Weekly. It's Ooh. so interesting that they don't believe that could have an actual medical cause. Yeah. It has to be demons. Or Jehovah's Witnesses don't really believe in like <laughs> mental health <laughs> advice. <laughs> <laughs> they believe in praying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Bible. What's up? What's that war against mental health? I don't get it. Yep. Uh -uh. Yep. All right, Brian, what else you got there? Ooh, well, mostly from my childhood. Once, because uh, my father had public talks around Massachusetts, and uh, we would have hospitality. And ah, uh, hospitality. at hospitality, <laughs> you would meet a lot of cool we people, honestly, <laughs> or interesting people. Um, one time, I was a... Ch this Apparently, you went like to different hospitalities than I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I was probably like 12 for this one. And another, uh, another kid around my age who was being nice, this time, he had an action figure collection. And he <laughs> gave me a xenomorph. Do you remember those? That's the giant alien from the Alien series that, <gasps> with the spine and the Whoa. mouth that comes out. And this thing legit looked it's like... It's like the <laughs> Revelation <laughs> book. It, it looked like... <laughs> <laughs> also, it wasn't the Revelation <laughs> book. Okay. Pretty much. <laughs> Did I have a harlot on its back? or? <laughs> oh, <man>. I remember <laughs> those. <laughs> yeah, so. You're describing the Revelation book, but go ahead. So he, he gave it to me, and he's like, I want you to keep this. Come back. We'll play with them. And then my as I'm walking out, my dad's like, where'd you get that? And I'm like, he gave it to me. What a nice kid, right? And he's like, hmm, can I see that? And he takes it, and before we leave, he, like, looks around, and he stuffs it inside their couch cushions, <laughs> like, way in there yeah, so yeah. that – I don't. I don't even know why. He's just like we can't bring this in the yeah. car. The car is gonna get demonized. We're gonna cause an accident. <laughs> oh my god! We gotta leave this here. Your mom was worried about the nightmares coming back. Oh man! And yet we studied the Revelation book. Right? Yeah. 
Yeah, that's... You know how many times I got in trouble or, like, nudged from my mom because I would... Whatever we were studying, I got bored and just flipped to the pages in the back with yes. the weird monsters yeah. and seven-headed... I, I got in trouble because I tried to make every single character in the book and all the pictures look like Mr. T <laughs> with a permanent marker. And when my parents saw that I had put the Mr. T mohawk and go like tried to draw chains on people, I was obsessed with the A team at the time. Yeah. That's, I know it's not related to demons, but it's all good. So oh, yeah, I hear you. I had, uh, I actually had a run in with a circuit overseer. Uh, I had a very large collection of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle cards oh. and action figures. And, uh, he he w- was concerned about our family being demonized because they're ninjas and i don't know what the <laughs> what the fuck that has to do with <laughs> demons but apparently that's connected somehow you know it's like the dark arts of being a ninja turtle it's a mm. ninja fucking turtle mm-hmm. like it's fiction dude chill out but yeah so there's always just that right like they're always on edge you know yeah i don't think they realize the difference between fiction and reality because they are very afraid of harry of potter yeah like that person actually exists it's yeah but yeah. um one thing that i, I want i really want to know what's psychologically happening here is when the elders um because my, my father would tell me about some things that would go on in the elders rooms and he would told me once about this lady who the elders were checking in on her because she hadn't gone and she was uh she practiced spiritual things, Ooh. and they said her hand, in the middle of the meeting, <laughs> she got mad, and her hand grew like five times as big, and she picked up the elder's table with one hand, and she pinned the elders to the wall with it. And we had, there were two or three elders that were all like cor- corroborating the story, and that just doesn't make sense to me. I would love to know. I'll take things that did not happen for 500 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like (laughs) 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 it's so true. There's some type of something happened there with the whole group. You know, I don't know. I don't know what happened, but they did have that story. I remember I went to a convention. They were talking about demon. Now that we're talking about demon, and then about that person, we have to stay clear of spiritism and stuff like that. From you know, even from family members, you might not know, they might invite you in some party and it's for demons. So they talk, they give an example of that brother that went to this, I think, Christmas party or whatever with <laughs> his family because, <laughs> you know, he loves his family more than Jehovah. Uh-huh. And then he got possessed by demons <laughs> at the party. <gasps> <laughs> yeah, no, he just touched the food and then he got possessed yeah. like oh my right gosh. away. Yeah, it was. He had eight cups of that spiked eggnog is what happened. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine I, explaining every single thing you don't understand yeah, with yeah. demon possession. I have to fact check. I'm pretty sure it's even in a magazine article where they talk about a woman <laughs> where she was accusing the demons of having sex with her. <gasps> yes. Also known as masturbation. I had, that, <laughs> I, had that, I had that same demon apparently. Everybody <laughs> so did. Everybody did. <laughs> I just typed in demons in jw.org. Okay, let's and hear the it. the first article that comes out says, the demons are killers. <laughs> are they? <laughs> oh, man, I love this. You cannot make this up. It says Satan and his demons have always been cruel and dangerous. In early times, Satan killed livestock and servants <laughs> of faithful Job. Killed livestock. And then in Jesus' day, demons made people speechless and blind. Today, Satan and his demons are as murderous as ever. Yes. Mm. 
and they because there's still blind people around so they must be they must be and livestock dies too i'm sure apple's still under the you know the direction of satan and his demons it even gives an example of lentina who had 16 members not of a her real family. name lentina doesn't <laughs> exist 16 <laughs> members of her family tormented by demons oh okay poor wow. lentina wow 16 huh they were 16. busy how many members is there in their family 16 members of the family the so that's not the entire family oh okay then the whole family's yeah i i, f- I find that you know there's always just these super abstract stories that like you hear them in different formats, but it's kind of the same thing. You know, I just remember hearing about there was always at least a couple of stories of a woman buying a necklace at a yard mm-hmm. sale mm-hmm. and then putting it on and the necklace started to choke her and then they tried to burn it, but it wouldn't burn. Mm-hmm. And then they just had to yell Jehovah at the necklace over and over again. <laughs> How is that even possible? <laughs> I thought we don't perform miracles. Anymore. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's inconsistent with what they actually say they do. Yeah. <laughs> that was a call I never got as an elder. I never got the, the exorcism call. Really? No. Never mm-hmm. got called in to do that. Mm-hmm. Because the stuff don't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I mean, I, I heard that same story you were telling about the lady with the hand. Yeah. My first mate was made an elder. You know, I was, they filled me in on that story right away. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, Be wow. Aware. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to uh, not going to have her, you know, over for dinner anytime soon, I guess. Absolutely not. <laughs> oh man, anything else? What else we have on the demons? Nothing. Nothing. We can wrap it up there. Yeah. Thanks guys. Thanks for sitting in. Thanks for sharing your stories. Appreciate it. Bye everybody. Bye everyone. <laughs> Beware of the demons. They're out for you. They're killers. Let's conclude with the best line from kingdom melody number 125 jehovah is on my side Can never beat them all. 